sea shanties. Sea shanty shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that fucking TikTok video is. Oh, we should do one one time where we like try to harmonize. Did I not tell you? I have tried to do that two or three times while I was very drunk. Mm-hmm. People don't flash mob, um, you know, <laughs> unless you really plan that ahead of time. Yeah, people of won't just start yeah, you singing people the Wallerman just... TikToks. No, it's not. People are just gonna join you in. Join yeah, you no, in. they're not like terminally online like I am, to where mm-hmm. someone starts pounding on a table and oh, yeah. talking in a fake. That's all you just... You should do it at Terps. I'm sure someone will join in. You know. No, I've tried it there multiple times. <laughs> it just, just doesn't work. Can you not fucking bang on the bar, yeah. please? Yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Shit. Um. So we're moving. So I've been cleaning out my room, and I, I found some on the floor. I sold my house. I'm moving in with Jordan. <laughs> I um I found a uh, unused I voted sticker on the ground in my room, and I just I kind of just want to like wear it around to see what happens like when there's no election happening to confuse people to see people go like wait what is there election there's is there an election I just no what you like, need to do is you be like yeah I mean I voted in New York City because that's America's best place oh like, yeah America, really, New York really. is America's mayor you know that you can just go up there and vote right yeah just really piss them off yeah you know that like anyone in America can vote in the New York City mayoral election right yeah it's ranked choice voting yeah and I obviously put Yang down for number one on all of <laughs> for Yang for number one, two, one two, three, four, <laughs> yeah apparently you, you can do that in ranked choice you can just put the guy you want and I don't know why you would that's like a dumb thing to do but yeah. Is that hedging your bets? Is that what that phrase means? I don't know. Hedging. Don't know hedging is like trimming up or whatever. But anyway, I, yeah, I basically want to be like, oh yeah, there's definitely an election, and it's like the most important one ever. It's gonna decide who like all the senators and the representatives are. Man, if you missed out, like that sucks, you know. And see what happens. But I doubt it would happen. It happened to me one time. My friend. Uh, not my friend, my coworker. He was like wearing like a shirt that had the "I voted" sticker on, and I was like, "Wait, what election?" He's like, "Oh, I just like forgot to take this off." I was like, "What? Who forgets to take their I voted" sticker off?" I think that that would only be funny if it was like seven months later. Yeah. No, this was like a week later or something. No, that's only funny if it's like like in January or something. And then she's like, have you not washed that shirt? Like, I respect that you just haven't washed that shirt, and it's so dirty that the I Voted sticker just was fused into it. Do you remember, like, washing your clothes with, like, stickers on, and then it just, like, ruins the entire shirt somehow when you were a kid? No. No? No, I never fun-cessorized myself. Fun-cessorized? Yeah. Did you ever, so when you were, like, really young, Mm -hmm. did your teachers ever give your parents notes by, like, safety pinning a note to your chest no they did that to me no they didn't they did it what do you mean like it would be a fucking note and then they use a fucking safety pin and they put it on your shirt and like, be like give this to your parent when you go home <clears throat> in order for them to do that you'd have to be like a, like a toddler I mean I was in like LM, like kindergarten first second oh uh, okay no I wasn't when you like, don't know how to work a safety pin those things are sharp you could poke your eye out no, I wasn't like 16 years old and they're like, come here. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I'm just going to take this off. No, but no, yeah, that was... that makes more sense. But still, no, that never fucking happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A relic of a they bygone would just, era. They would just roll up that piece of paper, stick it on my ass, and then be like, when they change your diaper later, they'll fucking find that shit. 
Catholic school sounded rough yeah. in <laughs> Frederick County. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, where are the Bolsheviks? That sucked. I'm a proud vegan. Mm, so good. There is nothing gay about professional wrestling. It is full contact murder gymnastics. That ain't a video game, though. Crayon. No, 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 no. Every time I smoke weed, I always think I have HIV. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. Um, so it's, it's Friday. This episode's coming late mm-hmm. and, um, you have one man to thank for our tardiness and that is our Lord and Savior, Jeff Bezos. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, we got, it's, it's a holiday week and everyone knows how like fucked up various industries get during the holiday season. And I mean, like. Sometimes when you have like these national holidays, like it's just it's just tough to really like maintain your normal schedule. So we apologize, but you know everybody celebrates Prime Day differently, you know, and in in our collective household, it really hits home. You know, this is this is our Veterans Day, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so because of that, we're coming at you a little late. But you know. oh, I thought you were gonna do like a um, there's Prime Day and also like the the new federal holiday you know don't they coincide somehow but juneteenth <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 no they definitely coincide yeah no but like the reason why we're late is because work got fucked up because of yeah Friday. lots of packages yeah um yeah fuck jf bezos dude i and did the, the fucking did you view the any of the deals because you still have prime right mm-hmm. yeah i didn't i mean like i I didn't really know that it was happening until it was like kind of over, but like I don't like this, want or need anything. Yeah, th- that's great because like the the this person I work with, I was like, did you, you know it's Prime Day? Or did you look at the deals? And she goes, No, I don't need anything. And I was like, But like I don't like I yeah. I, I feel that like but I there really... are people that like just go on there and they'll just buy something they don't need just because to feel part of it, you know. I mean, like, I understand the, like, I don't need anything, but, like, I have disposable income and, like, there are things that I want. But, like, you know, like, I just, like, I would only do Prime Day if it's, like, I need a fucking vacuum cleaner, so I'm going to wait for these Dysons to go on sale, but I don't Yeah, and a Dyson on sale is still 200 fucking bucks, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Dude, I I was talking to somebody about this earlier, but I, like, it's been said before, but I really would love it if uh, Jeff Bezos and his like brother Uh-oh. burned up in reentry. Oh yeah, or I don't. Even, I hope they don't even make it to like because if they don't make it to outer space, then they don't get to claim the whole like we're the first billionaires in space sort of thing. Oh my god, my fucking! What? I can't open Let a me goddamn open it can. Up. I have nails. This is why Hold I have on. nails. I got. It. I got. It. I'm I like got a hawk. No, I'm not I got gonna, talons. Look, I'm man enough to do this myself. <laughs> this is when Jordan just starts singing Be a Man from Mulan. Yeah. Mm. This is when Jordan takes down his man bunny. He's like, I've been a woman the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was at the beach the other day. And, what? uh, not that by the beach, I mean river. 
I was at the river. The river is not a fucking beach. I know. No, there's there's no, beaches. No, anyway, no, whatever. No, there's sand. No, there's enough sand. No. Anyway, we <laughs> we uh, there's a thing you can. That's s- like saying it's fucking cold outside. And you're like, I went to a glacier the other day. It's like, no, dude, that's just like a pile of snow that the snowplow man piled up in your front yard. I don't. That's. I, you know what? I'm not. I can't. Like you're hitting me th- with this, and like in a way that I can't like respond right now. <laughs> I'm trying to do like a bit, and like you're like you're messing you're messing my head up. You know, um, but I'm, it's not I'm freaking you. I don't I'm know how it's I'm, not I'm Chris Angeling you. <laughs> I don't know how it's You've not like freaked. that, but I'm pretty sure that's not a good analogy. So we're not good at ana- we're both just not good at analogies on this show. I've noticed. You know. Anyway, there's this thing you sit. Uh, crisscross on to float like in the water. Crisscross applesauce. Yeah, except I was going here. Get on it. Sit Indian style. Sit Indian style. And then everybody at once was like, "It's crisscross applesauce, you fucking idiot!" And I was like, "Damn, I feel stupid." Don't. That's kind of like <laughs> that's a little too libby. That's fine. Well, I was with a know. bunch of fucking dirty <laughs> libs. Yeah. No, I get it. I don't want to use. I, it's something that like I want. That's definitely something I want to be like. I don't want to use that, but it, I didn't think about it. It's not like I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna fucking use that," you know. But it's just funny because like it was like a course, you know. It's crisscross applesauce. And I was like, "Shit, you're right," you know. They weren't mad at me for it. They understand, but it's just like funny. So I was like, because I was literally like, "Sit Indian style, Indian style." <laughs> you're like spelling it out. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's like very funny that you got scolded publicly and you just like took it. Yeah, I was like, oh, right. yeah, you're right, Damn. guys. Yeah, that's me. Mm. I am maybe also crisscross applesauce doesn't make sense. There needs to what? be a different. What the fuck? Like, why applesauce? Because it fucking rhymes. Rhyming is fun. Uh, whatever. I get it. Okay. I think I crisscross. What while you're crisscross? What crisscross while you're. No, crisscross pretzel no. style sorry or just pretzel style you know like the common phrase crisscross pretzel style yeah or leg not leg knots you know i don't know there's there's something else you could do anyway let's move on oh man go ahead oh are we doing that thing again where i'm doing all the first part and like god damn it. no we don't have to do that okay no, you just you were on a roll, and then I was not on a roll. Sorry, no, you this just, has you been just a coined terrible... the term crisscross pretzel style. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's you want to do something? Oh, um, MSNBC. Ugh. They uh, decided they're going to form a union, or some of them. Did they're you... not unionized already. Yeah, it's weird, right? No, uh, three hundred. They're so members of MSNBC are trying to form a union. They have 315 members, and it consists of uh, producers, fact-checkers, writers, and bookers. So it's not like everyone. But, okay. yeah, but MSNBC, but here's the thing, MSNBC was like, we're not going to recognize that. You have to go through and but do it the correct way. But they're a liberal bastion, Jordan. I know, right? Isn't that they're, weird? They're the, they're the far less. They're MSDNC. Remember when fucking Don Jr. used to call him MSDNC? Mm-hmm. You're not, you're, okay. Yeah, I never said that. Sorry, are you Don Jr.? I know how much no, you okay. wish that you were Mr. Man's son. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently they were like, 
we don't we're not recognized that if you want to do it you got to go through the correct way it's like they did what it the correct the, way i don't they understand just, what that means yeah all they have to do is like be like i want to form a union get members yeah. you don't even have to vote on it you could just go as long as you go in there and be like we're all members of the union now you have to sign this and they can like do that that way but like that's usually not the way it there's like two ways of doing it you know i don't fucking know but i mean this is just more proof positive that like all these like mainstream media outlets like whether you like they're on the right or the left or whatever well it's all the same it all serves the moneyed class and like you know the p like the pmc and just like it's all just rich people you know shouting down from on high what they want like you know the dumb rubes with their mouths open to like hear because ideally, MSNBC, they're, I mean, they, how can they defend that position to like have them not do it when obviously MSNBC is going to be the, the network that is always railing for unions, you know, you would think. I don't even think that they really are like pro union. They're just anti whatever, like the Fox. They're anti Fox. They're anti Fox. They're anti whatever, like the mainstream conservative like consensus is. Yeah. Literally that hour, mm-hmm. you know. So they will flip flop whenever it is convenient, just to like push whatever agenda, just to do you know essentially orange man bad right rhetoric. Mm-hmm. But like. At the end of the day, like all of these media outlets, all of these big like corporations, because that's what they are. Like they can be like whatever the fuck, but they're still large corporations. And no corporation wants its wants its fucking peons to have collective power. Yeah, you know. I saw something that was pretty interesting, or not saw. I heard I was hearing something that was pretty interesting that I never thought about. But apparently, like like uh, the term middle class kind of got started because it used to be working working class to like coincide with like labor and like union jobs being like, that's a nice union job, a high paying union job or whatever. And they started using middle class so that they can get the whole worker aspect out of the idea of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So to take the whole labor movement out of what the idea of a middle class is. And that's why they started using the term, you know, back in like the fifties and shit. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to divorce, the working class from a working class right. identity. And I know I know I'm totally flipping the thing, but it kind of relates just because it's we're talking about unions, but it's interesting because like the country just seems to be so much more anti union than it used to be. It, it isn't it, no it's this uh, big long it's not working. like it seems to be like it it is. There is no like working class momentum in this country. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, and like this isn't like gonna turn into some like there is no labor party, we need a labor party, whatever the fuck, but like I mean, that's just, like, a stone-cold fact. Like, there is no, like, labor representation on, like, the larger political spectrum in any, like, mainstream or, like, meaningful sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you will have certain, like, representatives in, like, you know, whatever governmental body that, like, sort of, like, tacitly or, like, quietly or as, like, an aside will bring up, like, workers' rights or, like, you know, union rights or, like, the labor force. But yeah, there's no U.S. equivalent of, like, a Jeremy Corbyn here, you know? I mean, there's tons of anti-Semites around. Oh, God. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, but like, but in all seriousness, like the, the labor I mean, But there isn't, America, and there should be. That's, I mean, that, that would be something awesome to have happen. And I, I don't think it would be hard to like really develop one, to uh, develop an actual just labor party, you know? I mean, I if, feel like it wouldn't be if the IWW like decided to become like more electorally minded- I mm-hmm. think that is kind of like the only thing that like America would really 
have in terms of like not even like a step one or like a grassroots, but like a stepping stone towards like an equivalency of not even like a labor party, as in like a sister to the like the British Labor Party, but like a labor or union minded political like organization. Like And it would have to separate itself, you're right, from the European one. Um, but I mean like you could like I guess you could argue that like the DSA Yeah. Is- uh, but they but the DSA is so they they're so f- focused on other things as well. I f- I feel like a labor party, a genuine labor party, which, uh, you know, I think would unfortunately to become a big thing would have to be like super focused on. Well, they would that just be trots. Like a, an American labor yeah. party would be infiltrated by Trotskyists immediately. Right, but like all this, like you'd have to like do away with like like social issues and stuff. As important as those are. I feel like for it to become a big major thing, you'd have to like super be super major focused on like solely labor issues. So you can really get in people from everywhere. And like that sucks because like social issues are important. But uh, I think that's how it could and would grow. Not, you know, just be super minded in in that aspect. Yeah, no, it it would. Yeah. But I mean, that would take a lot of effort and a lot of organizing to bring that Mm -hmm. from like a grassroots perspective. But, with what we have now, like like I said, like there are a small handful of people like Bernie Sanders and like Ed Markey and like some other like equally minded, unfortunately, like very old white dudes mm-hmm. are like a little more labor minded. And then like the squad is somewhat labor minded just because they are like DSA adjacent, if not DSA affiliated, yeah. you know, and like I said, like DSA is unfortunately you know, the closest thing that we have to anything resembling like a political um, apparatus in America that is like focused on labor rights that is recognized on any like large scale. Yeah. There are like smaller coalitions in like various states or like counties and stuff that definitely are, you know, like focused on labor issues and workers rights and stuff but once you really get outside of you know like your specific district there really is no like you know like there is no there like, is none larger and like socialist party that has like candidates right now there is right. no like you know but like i the think wobblies aren't like really a political force anymore right. no they're not which is unfortunate and you know i i think the d is unfortunately also I, i've been saying unfortunately too much but it is unfortunate that like the dsa like because it's got the word socialist in it, like it's it it can only grow so much. I mean, people are un like just afraid of that word. Ignorant people are afraid of that word. I think that it would works be. Both ways. I think that it, I think that it works both ways. And I I've flip flopped on this issue, like for a while, and also like through the tenure of the show so far, because like I I still maintain that like you know a lot of the swelling of DSA's numbers is because of Bernie. You know, and so oh, yeah. people really just like wanted to attach themselves to the Bernie campaign and a larger Bernie crap movement. So they became card carrying DSA members, whatever that meant. You know what I mean? And so like like social there were more people who were identifying as socialists, but then it's it's kind of it's the same it's a different side of that same coin where it's like people on the right don't understand what communism and socialism are, so they right. say that like everything is that they exactly. don't really agree with. It's the same way how we go fast like with fascists. I know what a fascist is. No, I know. But, but I'm just saying, but like, but then like on the other end, like you will find a lot of people who are just like libs or who are just like Democrats or who are, you know what I mean? 
but they will identify or say like, I'm a socialist, I'm a democratic socialist. But then when you really talk to them, like they're not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of people who claim to be socialists because of like, you know, like the DSA being popular through like uh, Chapo and Bernie and like, you know what I mean? Like there are a lot of like cool internet, like things that are involved with like anti-capitalist sentiments or socialist leanings. And so people who maybe don't understand what it actually means and what socialism actually is, aside from capitalism sucks, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they will say that they are socialists. Like in that respect, I think that there is a growing number of people who identify, excuse me, identify as socialist. But once you really get into it, I don't think that there really are that many actual socialists. And that might be me like doing like a, like, Mm -hmm. you know, leftist gatekeeping and all this stuff. You know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, I think there really are, like, a lot of, especially, like, younger, like, college-age people who are, like, flirting with socialism, which I respect and I want them to research more. But at the same time, like, I think that some of them are more attached to, like, the hipster, like, aesthetic of socialism as opposed to, like, sort of, like, the nose in the book, like, actual, like, political practice, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But that also just like reflects a lot of American politics where people say they're a fucking libertarian, but don't know what that means. And people say that they're a conservative, but don't know what that means. Or they say they're a socialist and don't know what that means. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I think we're also attached to these, these categories, like, you know, too much in any way, you know, we should just be like focused on, you know, the issues or just like, just like. I don't know. I feel like also just like being strict on those cat like is is it it deters people is what I'm trying to say. Is like it does. It like does. just just being like oh I'm especially on the left. I mean you get into the the thick of it and it's just like people you don't you don't even want to say what you think you are because someone's gonna be like oh well then like you must be this or that and it just gets all this infighting. That gets a little bit ridiculous at times. And I think, you know, I think we are uh, proof of that at different times along the way uh, throughout this podcast. Is Oh, just like us arguing about semantics. Yeah, but uh, you can, you could also take that on a wider, like a larger level, I feel like too, you know. Yeah, and this is actually funny because I've been trying to find a way to bring this up on the show without like abruptly like, you know, like stating this like thing I wanted to do. Okay, But, like, this is, like, a very poignant issue within, like, the left, and specifically, like, the American left, which is, like, the faction, like, like the various, like, f- uh, what, factionalization, like, the, the factions that exist and, like, the infighting, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I've thought a lot about it, you know what I mean? Like, where you have just, like, you know, like, socialists don't like communists, don't like anarchists, don't like fucking whatever the fuck, right? And how everybody just like kind of like argues and fights and picks each other apart and like, oh, you're a trot. Oh, you feel this way about Stalin or you haven't read this much angles. Like you're a fake. You're a, you know, a revisionist. You're a whatever. And it's like very, I understand it's like very Twitter and like very online brained to like really keep up with a lot of like that discourse, right? Whether, Mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, online leftist personalities on podcasts or on YouTube or like bloggers or people who have like prominent sub stacks like when you exist or like you know like exist around like left politics especially like western left politics Mm -hmm. 
everything becomes so hyper-focused that people kind of get lost in the weeds. And I think one of the main reasons for that is like just the relative like privilege of like the country and how like well, it's the know, fact that everything to most of us is theoretical because exactly. we don't actually we aren't we actually living in a country that is like going through any type of like meaningful transition into or out of yeah we've never had like a real socialism. like even sense of any type of real revolution in this country no, we so haven't. we never lived through it and like so yeah it's all theoretical um and yeah i i, I agree with that but the whole thing the reason i wanted to bring that up is because like i've had like these conversations like small scale like in person and online you know where i will have arguments and i'm sure you can think of a few individuals off the top of your head where they will say they are a socialist or a communist but they like a certain individual more than another certain individual and then they're like well we can't get along or we can't see eye to eye because i like this person over that person Mm. and their factions didn't get along right Mm-hmm. which like and i i think that that's fucking stupid and i really maintain like if your politics are anti-capitalist in nature i fuck with that and like i am fine with you right and i really do maintain that so like you can be whatever the fuck you want as long as you're an anti-capitalist i think you're going on the right track and i hope you continue to research or learn or you know do whatever it is that will like grow your political understanding and help it blossom more but if you start from a basis of anti-capitalism which uh joe biden has said is now terrorism um then you're 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 fine you're good to go right and i say anti-capitalism because even like marxism i think is like a daunting label because you know not unfortunately i mean it kind of is unfortunate but i don't want to be too like classist or like no more unfortunates throughout this entire podcast we this can't is a do series it. of unfortunate events <laughs> it's unfortunate how many margaritas and coffees i've drank yeah, today shit. and they're just fighting in my head but no like you know i i i say anti-capitalist as opposed to marxist because i do understand that like reading marx is a daunting task and some people for whatever reason can't read or digest that material in full like you know like as much as i would love everyone to have read you know capital Mm-hmm. I know that not everyone has or will for a myriad of reasons, you mm-hmm. know, and that's completely fine. So, like, I understand that people don't want to identify as a it's Marxist. It's also one of those books where you can read pretty fast and then read the whole thing and be like, I didn't catch any of that. Well, yes, exactly. But that's like any type of like, you know, political philosophy or like political theory, anything. But just mm-hmm. like in general, like a lot of times when you talk to people on the left, like, you know, they they want it to be like based in Marxism. And I do agree that you need to have a basic fundamental understanding of marx in order to understand what it means to be a socialist or a communist arguably you could bring it into you know anarchism as well but that can be you know that's kind of you can go either way on that point but like the basis is like i i want people to have a a decent working understanding of marxist theory right but i'm not going to get mad at anyone who doesn't identify as a marxist because i do understand that like the gatekeeping starts at Marxism, where if if someone's trying to argue against your point and you say, like, I'm a Marxist, I agree with Marx, then they're going to try and pick apart capital or they're going to try and pick apart the manifesto. And you might not have an encyclopedic you know, understanding of those tomes. Well, Marx is like the uh, I feel like he's the uh, King James version of the Bible for com- for for like communism. You know, there's definitely people before him and before angles even that like had similar ideas um you know i can't think of them off the top of the head but they definitely like 
were like that similar thing, you know? So I don't, I, you know, but yeah, I agree. But like, yeah, but all I'm trying to like really get at maybe like in a roundabout way is like, you know, if you exist on the left or if anyone, if, if anyone exists on the left and their leftism is based or their political ideology is based in even like a vague or broad anti-capitalist sentiment, they are at face value your comrades and they are like, you know, they're your homies. You know, and so we can like we don't have the luxury right now while living in the West, while living in like a predominantly capitalist system, while living like on this planet that is being ruled by like these moneyed elites, right? We don't have the luxury to sit here and argue about like the various implementations of a leftist society that would happen in 300 years. You know, so like yeah. while we are living in a capitalist system, as long as you're anti capitalist, like right now, like we're fine. We can argue about like, labor notes and labor value and like housing issues and all that stuff like way later and what we do with public for private property like that's a conversation for once we do for with later capitalism. and 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 if we don't understand if we don't understand that then you can end up in a situation where when shit actually does go down and there is sort of like a revolutionary aspect that happens uh you're, you're gonna end up in like a spanish civil war type of situation where you have all these fucking factions fighting Against each other sometimes, with each other sometimes, and then the fascists end up winning in the end. Well, that's well, that's why there will never be like a popular leftist uprising in the West because we are so factionalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like it's going to take a lot to get the anarchists and the Marxists to come together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, like, yeah, like I'm all for like. You know, once that happens, then we just start beating the shit out of each other, depending on, you know, what we think about, like, you know, public property or like what we do with like the factories and how we divide up the labor or whatever. Like, that's fine. We can do that once we get rid of the fucking capitalists. Mm -hmm. But until then, like left unity needs to actually be like a thing. And that's when we can actually start flexing nuts. But until and that's why you've been so much more nicer to me in these throughout these few. Oh, yes, yes. That's (laughs) that's it. No, that's it. Yeah. Damn. I feel like we haven't talked about anything, really. There's a lot of things on the docket. Want to talk about uh, Chauvin fucking sentencing today? Yeah, 22 and a half years. I mean, is that a lot? I mean, it's a lot, but like... Was the max? The max was like 30, right? He was facing 30 years, he got 22 and a half. For like manslaughter half. or whatever. Yeah. Second degree murder, wasn't it? I don't know. Isn't that manslaughter? Or is I, manslaughter third? I'm not a fucking lawyer. I don't know. Whatever he's but gonna be in there for a long time. He'll get off after good behavior for good behavior after I think fifteen. Mm, okay. Yeah, I remember the family that someone in the family, uh, George daughter. Floyd's family, was like, "He'll I'll probably be dead by the time he gets out." You know, and I don't know. There's just like a lot of. I tried to listen to some of the like coverage, but it kind of got. I'm not gonna say I got like emotional or whatever, but it was like a little. Like, it seems just, like, very personal and, like, not inappropriate for other people to listen to. But, you know what I mean? It's kind of just, like, and, I, and I've said I also this, don't know. I just don't know if this is, like, a good or bad sentencing. You know, I don't know if people are happy or not happy about it, you know? I mean, there's always going to be people who think that he should have gotten life or the death sentence or whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, mm-hmm. a politicized thing. Yeah. But, like, I'm just saying I, like... This like dominated the news today. And I I legitimately tried to like pay attention, but I felt I felt like very like voyeuristic 
in a sense be in like and i've said this a lot like in like sort of talking about like the george floyd stuff where like i don't know it just seems like a very personal thing that became super fucking public and i feel kind of icky like thinking about it or talking about you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so i really I know what you mean i really didn't yeah. like pay a lot like I, I have realized that I have become way more, like, sensitive to, like, a lot of, like, murder media, you know? hmm And so just, I, like... I get that. Like, the idea of hearing, like, someone's, like, fucking kids or, like, family or whatever talking about, like, their fucking, you know, this guy who was murdered is just, like, that's, like, too fucking real for me to deal with, like, at three o'clock while I'm, like, stuck in D.C. traffic. Yeah. The same way, like, I don't want to hear fucking Chauvin's daughter be, like, my daddy isn't a murderer, he's my daddy. Like, I, that's, like, fucked. And I, like, I don't want to fucking hear that. Right. Like, that would just, like, legit ruin my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get that, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's a long-ass time, so... Whatever, he's gonna be old as fuck when he gets out anyway, so. I mean, and this will be stuck in fucking appellate court forever, yeah. so. It's not like this is the end of the fucking, you know what I mean? As soon as that fucking gavel hit and the sentencing was, like, enacted, like, there are people writing up the fucking appeals, like, that fucking appellate court's gonna be fucking slammed come fucking Monday. Yeah. Ooh, this is a fun one. So, John McAfee, well, I don't know about fun, but John McAfee, did you see that he died? Mm-hmm. And did you see that his Instagram after he died posted a black and white giant Q? Did it really? Yeah, you didn't see that? No. Just like, yeah, it was after he died and his Instagram posted a big Q. That's it. That's super funny. Yeah. But he died in the prison, I think. Yeah, Spanish prison. So he probably either killed himself or someone Well, he made him, like or... a Twitter post that was like, if I kill myself in prison... I didn't kill myself. Ooh. Yeah. So he already put it out there that like, I would never kill myself. But that also seems like something you would do just to fuck with people too. That's like, people are really divided over whether or not he killed himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, he said he wouldn't do it. So that means he didn't do it. And then Mm. other people are like, well, this guy was like a lying, like manipulator, like, you know, desiring piece of shit. So like, he very well could have just like said this while he's on a fucking bender and then did it anyway, knowing that it would like cause controversy. He's also been like single handedly the person, one person who I've never met who's just annoyed me so fucking much because of all those pop up windows I had to X out out of when I like loaded up my computer. He really has become one of these like the man, the myth, the legend characters for me. Because when I think of John McAfee, I do not ever think about like the McAfee software or him being this like crazy globe trotting, like gun toting libertarian. I only think about him being into shit. And that's new, right? Like I feel not new, but like I feel like, like he wasn't always I feel like he wasn't always like that libertarian douchebag. Yeah, he's always been like a very like he is arguably one of like the OG like rich libertarian dudes. I knew he was like a conspiracy theorist guy like for a long ass time, but like he has always very much like, yeah, for as long as he's sort of like, cause he was like big on the internet, like back in the day. Oh yeah. I remember, you know, but it was always just kind of this like very like, you know, last of the outlaw billionaire type of vibe where he like has so much money, he can do whatever he wants. And he's always been very vocal about like, I don't want to fucking deal with the government. 
fuck authority. I want to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And part of doing whatever he wants is paying prostitutes to eat fruit so they have diarrhea and then shitting on him through a hammock. I heard that, yeah. That's that's a weird one. Like, what has to happen to you to, like, have that as your thing? I don't know. I mean, coprolalia, like, poop fetish, like, isn't that uncommon. I know, and it's crazy to me because I just can't get past the smell. You but know? that's just, like, Otherwise, part, of the, part of the thing. And, like, I've had this conversation so many times since he's died. About like <laughs> like the like the various poop fetish like mm-hmm. you know like flavors. Wait, also fruit gives you diarrhea. If you, you eat think a lot of if fruit, if you eat enough like mangoes and shit, like you'll get like runny poops. Mm. I just remember that that was like a thing where like it was like I it might have been like after he like murdered that person or whatever the fuck, but like there were like some reporters who went to whatever fucking country he was like living in and they were trying to find him and like, like Belize, right? I think it was Belize. I forget. I forget where this interview took place, but it was basically like a reporter found like prostitutes or escorts or whatever who said that they like knew him or that he was like a regular client. And they were basically like, yeah, he's all like, he's cool. Like he pays us a lot of money to eat, to eat food that like gives us like wet poop. And then he just, you know, has us shit on a Jesus hammock Robbie. while he lays underneath jerking off. This is the public episode. Yeah. Just so we, so everyone knows. He's a libertarian. He does what he <laughs> wants. But that's what I think about yeah. when I think about John McAfee, not like the software. Right. It's just him jerking off while some like, well, you know. Some would say that he's into some soft poo wear. Huh? So, I don't know. Oh, soft, soft poo. Ow, oh, that's. Uh, you're almost there. Almost. Yeah, you're almost there. Um, Soft, never mind. Under whatever. Um, all right, so let's talk for a moment. So earlier this week, our worlds collided. We didn't really get to talk about it, but um, so at, it has been like brought up ad nauseum on the left. So I would imagine we're not really breaking any fresh ground here. But the whole fucking Ethan Klein, Stephen Crowder, uh, oh, fucking yeah. Sam Cedar thing. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, our worlds... Cr- uh, collided because you know I'm a big fan of H3 and Ethan Klein and Hila and all them and then I, and Robbie's a huge fan of Steven Crowder hey you know me <laughs> you know me dude I'm louder with Crowder every day so I'm just Steve- like Yo, make them fucking college kids cry make her cry <laughs> so Steven Crowder's popular for that meme that's like ask me no it's, or, it's changed my mind oh changed my mind or whatever but he's just like a fucking douchebag like right wing crazy dude. So we've we've talked about Steven Crowder a little bit. I don't know if it was what side of the paywall gets, yeah. it was on. But he started off on the Young Turks and he wanted to be Well if like, you want to go real far back, he started out on Arthur as a voice actor. Yes, but he's he's <laughs> always kind of been like around like the media sphere. Yeah. And then he, he was involved in the Young Turks and he he had his own kind of like program. He had his own show. And he wanted to be the star of the Young Turks. He wanted to have like a weekly show where he got paid a shit ton of money to say whatever the fuck. And obviously, you know, the Young Turks exists on the left of like the political spectrum. Yeah. You can argue if it's center left, if it's whatever, whatever. it doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they, are, they exist on the quote left. Mm-hmm. And so he was there. And then basically he got too big for his britches and they told him to fuck off. But they let him keep his show. They let him keep the rights to his show and essentially go independent. You know, they were like, dude, just get the fuck out of here. You can keep your property rights, like whatever the fuck, just go. 
and then you have to be pretty annoying for that to happen. Yeah, for fucking for them <laughs> to for be them like, to be like, oh, don't. We're not gonna worry about the money part of it. Just get the fuck out just, of here. Too just annoying. Fuck off the whole way. Yeah. And so then from there, he like went sort of independent and immediately built a career around this is why the left sucks. And he was one of, if not the first Prager videos. Oh, is he? Yeah, Prager oh. U. Yeah, yeah. He, he was one of like the big, like first wave of Prager U videos where he had like this, his whole thing where he was like, I was on the left and they kicked me out of the left because I didn't agree with them because they are the real fascists. And if you don't, you know, exist in lockstep with the mainstream, like liberal ideology, they will ostracize you Mm -hmm. was his whole thing. And then that's why he moved over to the right was because the left bullied him away. Yeah. And then he built, a secondary career, arguably an empire of just racist and homo racism and homophobia and just like and transphobia and all that stuff. Yeah. But his his big claim to fame was sort of like the Ben Shapiro thing, although Crowder did it first, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Where he would quote debate college students, like blue hair college liberal students, and essentially like big word salad them literally until they cry yeah and then he like just became big on like the right like um uh, media right the right internet for being like you know uh right wing conservative hero destroys like cuck lib at you know at whatever fucking college and so that's kind of like how he got his whole thing but then he has two shows and he he tries to be like a right wing debate bro, right? So he wants to exist in the same sphere that like Vosh and like all these other people do, like a lot of like the debate me do, like let's have a fucking conversation. But it's all like right wing shillery where they just where he just brings on fucking idiots that yes. he knows that he can destroy for sound clips. Right. And that's his whole thing, is is he's he's a huckster and he's peddling whatever the fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where he is on like the political media scene. Right. He's just like this right wing guy that just harvests sound clips of him, like owning the libs, but he never really has gone up against anyone that I think of substance. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like the left and not again, not to be like classist or like whatever the fuck, but he doesn't go up against like intellectuals or like, any, right. like the big names. Like he's not fucking out here, like debating Chomsky. Right. Exactly. You know, like he's not, he's not debating like fucking Ben Burgess or fucking, uh, you know, Brianna, uh, joy gray or like virgil tech like any of these like people like you know what i mean like he's not like on chopo chopping right. it up with fucking matt chrisman or, or anybody like well manicure like, yeah he he's not destroyed. he's not doing any of this stuff he's like taking like 19 year olds and like you know trying to like really fucking just pwn the libs right? right so um so sam so sam cedar uh, host of the majority report yeah he's like who was also the voice of one of the weird kids in home movies oh yeah and the voice of the special fathers in lucy daughter of the devil he's like friends with h john benjamin mm. who does the intro to the majority report right yeah i love that guy h john benjamin yeah yeah um so yeah he's he's basically he's like also on bob's burgers you sam get- cedar's on bob's burgers he's the um the the um 
The health inspector. Yeah. The guy who's in love with Linda. You could say he's like the intellectual on like the center left or whatever. He he subs he, in for Rachel Maddow on NBC. A lot. Yeah. But he he's he's pretty good. You he would destroy uh Steven Crowder. Um now we would have some proof of this, but so basically what happened was Gavin McGinnis, someone who's Sam Cedar would never be on his show, but but Gavin McGinnis said, Well, would you debate Steven Crowder on my show? And Sam Cedar was like Hell was yeah. this before or after Politicon? This, uh, I believe this is... Um, is this the first time or the second time? Because there's two instances. There's two instances? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. It do, doesn't matter. Do yours and I'll do mine. Okay, so, um, so Gavin McGinnis invited him on the show to, to debate Stephen Crowder, but then uh, last minute Stephen Crowder backed out because his dad kind of was like, you shouldn't do this because you're going to be made a fool of. So he backed out. Um, I don't think people knew at the time that it was uh, Steven Crowder's dad who was his, like, manager. Right. Um, so then the internet kind of blew up and was, like, you know, trolling him to debate uh, Sam Cedar, and he just won't do it, you know, and kind of, you know, and, and that's kind of been a meme in itself, just, like, debate Sam Cedar or whatever. So then, um, so separate... You have Ethan Klein. No, so no. Oh, okay, go ahead. ahead. So there's a second instance of this happening at Politicon. I don't know what year it was, but there was supposed to be a Politicon event where Steven Crowder debated Sam Cedar, and it was one of the big events at Politicon that year. And last minute, Steven Crowder backed out, and Sam Cedar recorded the phone conversation, being like, "What the fuck is happening?" And then the event organizer was like i don't know like his people i think it was his dad um you know pulled full, pulled crowder from the event they're not going to debate you right so there's documentation of crowder backing out from this other event as well so there are two heavily document documented cases of a scheduled debate between sam cedar and crowder and then crowder backing out at the last minute Right. Mm -hmm. And Crowder has been approached about this multiple times. And then he acts like he's never even heard he of him. Yeah. He doesn't know who Sam Cedar is. This guy has like a suboptimal channel. He's just like clout chasing. I never agreed to anything. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I never backed down from anything. Oh, you believe what everybody tells you. You know what I mean? Like he, he tries to play off all these like very credible claims that he has had cold feet twice with Sam Cedar. And the funny part is, like, if you pay attention to, like, I don't want to put my foot in my a foot in my mouth in this because all he is way smarter than me. So I'm not saying this from like a personal level, but like, if you're looking at like people on the left, like debaters, political thinkers, whoever, Sam Cedar arguably isn't that high up on the totem pole. Yeah, he's got I, 1 million subscribers. No, no, no. I'm just talking about like in terms of like left debate skills. Like, again, like he's not a Chomsky. Or right. A I, I know what you mean. Or like any of these. But he does know his shit. He like he has an encyclopedia well. in his head. He's a very and that's smart all you guy, need to go up like against. He's not like a fucking communist or he's, if right. he is a socialist, he's a Bernie crap. You know what I'm saying? But he's like, he is not this like hardline leftist intellectual type of like Eugene Debs worshiper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he he really isn't like a no. virtual Texas or any of these like like 
he's just like really I don't view him as like part of like the left intelligentsia. He's just But he's almost perfect for Steven because I feel like if you had those kind of people to debate Steven, it would get so I don't think Steven really would be confusing. It would be like a Jordan instantly. Peterson situation. It would it would very much be analogous to Zizek and, and yeah. Peterson, where it would just be like this isn't even a debate because you're not even close to my level. And I understand what you're right. saying, but like that's why this has all been so funny for me to watch over the however long this has been happening, because it's like, why are you afraid of Sam? Ce- like, why are you afraid of him? Because Sam Cedar does have the skills to ruin him. And he does. But it's like, that just like shows how low the bar is for Steven Crowder to where it's like, if you've been doing this for so long, you should at least be able to like hold your own for 30 minutes against Sam Cedar. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, even if you're just writing on pure conviction, you should be able to, like, write out your points, even if you're like, nah, 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 that's not real. You know what I mean? Right. So, we have these two failed attempts. Right. And then... So, you have Ethan... Uh, jump in Ethan Klein. Now, Ethan Klein uh, says something about how, like, you know, with Stephen, Stephen Crowder said something about something about vaccines. And then Ethan Klein was like, well... You need to, we need to like just blindly listen to the experts because they're, they're scientists and we should just be listening to the scientists. Yeah, they can be wrong sometimes, but like they know better than some fucking idiot independent person on YouTube or whatever. So he's kind of, there's a sound bite of Ethan basically being like, we should just listen to whatever the government says, you know? So Steven Crowder then clowns on Ethan about that being like, oh yeah, we should just listen to whatever the government says. Look at this shill or whatever. So, um, and then Ethan has beef with Steven and they kind of go back and forth on their perspective shows about each other. So then Steven Crowder kind of, uh, goes to Ethan or I guess their people go to each other's people and was like, let's set up a debate. No, he doesn't. He calls him out on the show. Okay. Yeah, Crowder, because they, they get like into like a Twitter spat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're kind of like going back and forth and they're like, both trying to joke but all you know but like again like not even again but like uh, ethan klein is not like a political like no. intellectual no this is not he's yeah and, and then you know but this is like and he the, doesn't claim to be no he does no, not at all he's just like a lib and that's fine because that's he's what a, he, he's he's passively lib like he's not even like political on his shows right or he might be in the I sense mean, he to is, where he like, like talks about like what how he feels but he's not going to like cite articles or whatever right fuck, you know exactly what I mean? not yeah not he at does, all he would never consider himself to be like a you know in like the political media in any yeah, sense but he thinks all republicans are idiots because yeah, and that's yeah. fine yeah you know and so they go back and forth like on twitter or whatever the fuck and then on his show you know crowder is like yo what's up ethan klein like I want. I will fucking debate you, and says mm-hmm. like you are a slam dunk. I want to debate you about this shit. You, if you got a lot to say, let's do it on the show. Let's make it a fucking thing. Right. Right. Okay. So and then, um, and then Ethan's like, okay, yeah, just send me the stuff, whatever. And throughout the, I guess they were emailing each other back and forth, and uh, Stephen Crowder's people, his dad, was basically like don't pull anything. Let's just do this like as a real debate. Don't try and do anything weird, you know? Uh, and then he didn't agree to anything. He was just like, all right, well, and he didn't say, all right. He just looks like, just send me the fucking shit, you know? So then Steven Crowder comes on the H3 podcast. Oh, they go on each other's perspective shows. It's like a split down the middle. Am I, do I have this wrong? You're looking at me kind of weird. I think that it was specifically on Crowder's show. But it might have been a thing where they both had rights to the footage. 
Okay. Because I think it was like well, supposed H3 to be. Well, H3 did. did Was it H3 hosted it and then. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is like stuff in the weeds. Like, I really I mean, I think about. they both put it out. But yeah, but I, I, I watched the H3 version of it. Yeah, so. I didn't watch the Crowder version of it, but I think it was supposed to be like, oh, maybe like on his show, but then like they broke the terms of agreement when whatever happened happened or some bullshit. Yeah. Like, you know, Ethan just like took the foot. I don't fucking know, but I know that like after it happened, it was hosted on the H3 site. Right. But I okay. think it might have been a thing like originally it was supposed to be on. Crowder's. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. But I, so when this was happening, so I, li- I listened to the majority report every day. Oh, okay. Not the whole way through. I listened to AM Quickie, which okay. is like the 15 minute, like right. here's like a, like reading off the headlines type of thing that he does. Right. I like that show. I like that. Yeah. And I listened to, I listened to Majority Report. I at least listened to the first portion before the commercial break where they talk about the news. Sometimes I don't listen to the interviews, mm-hmm. but I remember the day that this was happening because they kept on talking about like, we might have something big coming. Yes. Up. We might yeah. have a thing happening. We don't know what's going on. This is literally happening right now. We will keep you posted. Like, we don't know what's happening. Right. And then. So then he got the, the, they're about to debate and Stephen Crowder, I think, asks him something about vaccines. And then Ethan basically says something stupid about, hey, you know, the Spartans are gay, too, or something. And then Stephen's kind of taken aback, like, what? What are you talking about? And then all of a sudden. Well, so before, okay, so a little before I, this. You're like, better. At- <laughs> it's I wanted to, be, like, take the Ethan part of it, you, but, You yeah. will take the Ethan part of it. But, like, so they come on, and, you know, Crowder does his whole fucking introduction where he's, like, you know, here's the back, here's, like, the kind of, like, soft backstory. Here's what we're doing. I respect you for coming on. Like, I want to have this conversation, blah, 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 blah. Here's what you said. And then Ethan Klein's just like sitting reclined in his chair. (laughs) Obviously doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. And he's just like, I don't know why you have me on because I'm fucking stupid. Like he straight up says it. He's like, I'm dumb. Why am I here? Right. And he's like, but I I had to do some research because you are smarter than me. And then he does like the Spartan gay sex joke. Mm -hmm. And Crowder's just like, what? Oh, okay. So I thought we were going to have an actual conversation, but I guess you want to like fuck around. Yeah. And then the screen just cuts and then it's just sam cedar's face yeah and then you can see like steven immediately kind of starts chaotically well they immediately cut the camera over to the co-host right and steven won't even fucking be on screen and then it's just them talking over each other for like 15 minutes. oh yeah it's bad and it's fucking but, steven but, but sam cedar's calm he is calm and then steven's kind of like he's kind of um well he avoided everything so yeah. he does the whole like Oh, Ethan, I knew you were going to pull a trick. Mm-hmm. You know, why would I talk to Sam Cedar? He doesn't have as many viewers as me. Is this why you cut your show off earlier? I, he did this whole thing where he contradicted himself, where like everybody made a big deal out of where he's like, I don't even follow you, but then like started listing off things that Sam has said on his show in the past week. Yes. Where and also was, saying like, I knew, I knew I, something, something was, was up, up because I... you said these things on your show. Right. And then Sam's like, well, I thought you just said you don't even know who I am. Right. And then, you know, the whole time Ethan's just like, why don't you fucking debate? You came to debate. Why yeah. don't you actually debate He's like, somebody? Sam knows the issues. Just like debate you know? him. And then what Sam's like, you've ducked me two times already. Like, why are you afraid to fucking talk to me? Let's fucking talk. And the whole time Crowder's like, this is such a woman move. You're a bitch. You're, you're fuck. You look like a Muppet. Your mm-hmm. show sucks, dude. You're a girl. Like, fuck you. You just want to like clout chase me. What is it? No one wants to debate you because you're not a real fucking whatever. And then mm-hmm. the whole time, Sam Cedar's just like, dude, just like fucking talk to me. You know, yeah. he's like, 
why are you fucking running away from me? Like, I'm here. Yeah. You've done this twice already. Like, if you want to fucking debate, like, let's fucking debate, dude. Yeah. And he keeps on trying to actually talk. And then, like, the Crowder people just keep on, like, talking over him and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, yeah, and then eventually, uh, eventually Crowder just pieces out. Yeah, eventually. He just dips and the then, out. and then Sam and Ethan start talking about shit. But, but yeah, so that happened. Um, so, yeah. I, I think the funniest part about that is like how big of a deal people made that interaction, which well, is funny to me because like I feel like everybody already knew that like Crowder's kind of a bitch like when it comes to fucking actually debating left intellectuals. But how is he going to defend himself on this? Like how is he going to? Well, he already has where he's saying that he was ambushed and that like it wasn't fair. But he ambushes they, people all they the fucking time. To trick him and like this isn't what he agreed to. So why would he do it? You know, Sam Cedar's trying to ride his coattails. He's again, not that but big he does this. Sh- like he, this is his brand. He does that shit all no, the time. No, exactly. But like, you're not going to ever like get a right wing person for like hypocrisy. That's true. You know, which sucks. No, but that's just like not how they operate. Like that's like they're immune to that shit. You know, it's so, like I understand that point of it where you know where he's just like this is what I agreed to. So thus, like you broke the contract and it's over. But then so many people on the left are just like, oh, he got fucking owned. Oh, like, got his ass. We finally proved that Crowder's a piece of shit. And it's like, well, he's always been this. Like, yeah. you're just pointing out It was out, just like, an interesting reaction. I don't even think it was anyone was owned. It was just an interesting th- reaction. I think and- that Crowder took a hit to his credibility. Like, even oh, yeah. if you are like a diehard, like, Crowder fan, which is like a very pathetic existence. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know, and like, and I'm not even trying to do like, you know, conservative, dumb, right wing people, dumb, like type of like, you know, ribbing or like, you know, joke or whatever. But I legitimately cannot find the angle to where like you could be like a Crowder fan, like an actual fan. Yeah, because he's not he's not even comedic, right? And he just lo- says racist shit with no punchline. No, I'm not even. No, listen, like okay, I don't understand how you could be like a Crowder fan and have watched that exchange. Mm. and then come out of it being like yeah crowder came out on top right you know what i mean yeah like at least that would be like oh man just you're missing my my boy took the l and i'm gonna have to live with the fact that my boy took that l like you know what i mean yeah i don't know if that was enough to like prove to crowder fans that he's like a shill or a piece of shit well it's not because they're not going to stay behind and see like Cause like the Sam and uh, Ethan, they they like brought up like the DMs and stuff of like things that he was contradictory on or hip- hypocrite, you know, hypocritical on and shit. So I mean, they're not gonna stay for that. But even on like the next day's like Majority Report episode, they're like, "Hey, what's up, uh, Crowder fans? Like, <laughs> glad you're tuning yeah. in, like that kind of stuff." Right. Which I get it. Like that is like a funny thing to say, but I also like I don't know how accurate that really. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know if that exchange is going to, like, bring a lot of attention to Sam. I don't know if that if that exchange is really enough to, like, draw people away from Crowder and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it really is, like, such, like, a polarized field to where, like, if you know, if you like Sam Cedar, you're not going to give a fuck about Crowder. Right. In terms of, like, him having any sort of, like, intellectual integrity. Yes. And if you like Crowder... You're not gonna give a shit about Sam Cedar, or because you're gonna think you're gonna think is. of him as like an elitist. If you're gonna think of him as that. just like a fucking MSNBC talking head, yeah, or like uh, you know, like a radical left, whatever. Even though he's really not radical, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't know if this really was like this like political, like you know, like 
Tyson Merriweather type of like thing that some people online are trying to make it where it's like, oh, like he got taken down a peg. It's a fun little pop culture little tussle that it happened. was very it was fun. fun. And it was, it, I, I think it. the only reason why it was so funny is because Ethan Klein just like sitting there like yeah. in the middle looking <laughs> fucking just like dumb as fuck. Just dumb as shit. And knows it. Like, and that's that's the funniest part. Is like, why would you Wearing even his try? CDC hat. Yeah, like, what are you doing, dude? What, like, what did Crowder think he was gonna get out of debating Ethan Klein? You know? easy, you know, I mean, he and said it. in fact, I think if they did actually debate, I mean, Ethan would have held up his own if he did actually try and. Do I don't it. think that Ethan would have held up his own. I think that it's a thing where like he just doesn't know. Like, I think super that fat. Ethan is so dumb when it comes to not dumb. I think that he's so politically uninformed. That you yes. can't own him the way that Crowder likes to own people. Correct. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like the whole like playing chess with a pigeon thing, mm-hmm. where it's like I'm not going to say that like Crowder is smart politically. You know, I think he is like, but he's an entertainer to like high schoolers and maybe college students. Like yeah. he has his like lane very well set, right? But I don't think that he like. I don't think that like he is good enough at what he does to be able to like dumb it down for someone like Ethan Klein who is not politically inclined. Because right. Crowder's whole thing is that he waits for you to say a buzzword and then he does his spiel about that buzzword that then gets you frustrated and then you say this other thing and then he just kind of like he he kills you like in like retorts and like parries yes. and like defensive stuff, right? Yeah. But if you're not giving him the stuff. Like Ethan Klein's not going to say like the political buzzwords that will get Crowder like his like jabs in, right? Exactly. Like yeah. Ethan Klein's just gonna sit there and be like, that doesn't make sense. That sounds like bullshit. Like right. I don't understand what you're saying, but like that sounds wrong. What? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. You know? Yeah. And Crowder can't work in that space because he can't like make you look stupid if you're already like, I'm fucking stupid. It very much was like right. an eight so it mile been scenario. Interesting it really see, was actually. like Ethan Klein as yeah. Eminem <laughs> being like, yeah, you fucked my mom. Mom's spaghetti, dude. I am poor. Mm-hmm. I do live in a trailer park. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, Ethan Klein is the political B-Rabbit. He is the political Eminem in eight mile. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ethan Klein is, well, is we're Eminem. Getting, yeah, we're hitting the analogies tonight, man. That's pretty cool. Interesting. Okay. Um. That's. I'm glad we did that. Uh. I thought we were gonna do that in the Patreon, but okay. I mean, that's the episode. Oh. Okay. Cool. You wanted to end it at an hour because we started late. That's true. All right. Well. Um. Go ahead. This is a short episode. You can thank uh Jeff Bezos for this one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was we fun. W- we talked about fun stuff. Yeah, we'll be back next week with Ooh, a normal ass, wow. normal ass episode. Um, but you know, thanks for listening as always. Um, if you like the show, please, you know, rate, review, give us stars, all that stuff. Um, tell your friends, please. Uh, people have been doing that. We've been getting more listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Thank you so much. Um, we have a Patreon five bucks a month. You get an extra episode every week, access to the discord. Uh, we have fun over there. Not too much fun. Learn my lesson on that one. Um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, you can find the Bolsheviks on all social media platforms, and from there you can find the individual existing profiles for <laughs> myself, Jordan, and Super Producer Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Free Britney. Oh yeah. Also, fucking free Britney. <laughs> this is a free Britney <laughs> podcast. This is a, this is a free Britney <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
She was a. Oh God! Damn, dude. <laughs> she, she you was, ruined the perfect ending. No, she was one of my first concerts. She was my first concert. Wow, really? She was my first concert. She dude, was one of no my joke. Yeah. Holy shit! That's awesome. Bye. Bye. <laughs>